You are listening to Astrology, the Amateur Astrologers podcast. Welcome back, Masters of Ass and Amateurs of Astrology. Hello, everybody. Rachel, we're back. We're back. It's, but we're kind of not back. No, exactly. Because we're in different places. <laughs> it's been a long time, though. It has been a long and time. I really miss recording. Yeah, me too. I think, I mean, we released an episode, it will be last week when this one comes out but actually we've taken a long break in recording because of this little thing called coronavirus yes and that's what i was gonna get to uh is we have some general announcements (laughs) (laughs) like a psa like a psa (laughs) if you didn't know we are currently in a global pandemic um yeah so we've had some technical issues obviously kind of like everyone yeah. else and some life changes as well some life some changes. life changes some technical issues um but we are now back on track we have our equipment what we need to record this fabulous podcast we are indeed but we are actually in separate locations at the moment um so no. audrey's still in still in london um recording at our home and i'm uh, in the midlands in the uk recording at my family home just um, an hour so away g- but you know <laughs> <laughs> it's okay it's we've okay. devised a plan we're gonna meet again it's yes. gonna be okay everything's gonna um, be okay <laughs> so i suppose it's good to know these is our, this is our technical context you know um please look after us be generous when listening to us because it's not going to sound as nice as it did when we did it in a recording studio exactly <laughs> unless we have these like awkward pauses if like or yeah, the wi-fi like, cuts out <laughs> or we're dealing with cats or parents exactly or someone mowing the lawn you know exactly the huge, the huge. um so we are also for a general announcement we're seeking a jingle yes oh my god so we're gonna put a call out on twitter and instagram for jingle uh but if you're listening to this and you know someone or you are someone who um thinks that they might have a perfect uh a little jingly jingle for us then yeah we would love one send it send it to us yeah we're basically bored of our own voices at the beginning of the pod and we need something else to fill the space (laughs) yeah for sure and we we need it to reflect the energy that this pod is you know yeah so if you're a music maker, make a jingle, send it over. Mm. We'd love that. Mm. Yes. We will promote you in turn. Yes. Um, you know. <laughs> other- I'm like, I'm sorry, we can't pay you. We have no money. No, exactly. Maybe later, no. who knows? But yeah, speaking, of, speaking of that, growing our audience, if you like us, yeah. please tell your friends. Um, yes. We are, we are growing a community and that's not exclusively for people that maybe astrology usually attracts. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, because we want it to be about learning and growing together and questioning life and having fun. And I think everybody so can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So tell Amazing. your friends. Should you. we, uh, yeah, tell your friends. Should we, should we start? So should we start? Should we do our internal weather? Yeet. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? What's your internal weather today, Audrey? Um, okay, definitely cloudy. I feel like those kind of pressure clouds, right? That like go on your head but Mm. i feel like there's little patches of like sun rays peeking through um that's nice ground wise the ground is dry um okay waiting for rain oh okay that's nice Mm. that's interesting because that's kind of what the ground's like now it's not rained Mm. very much here yeah but like i don't know it's it's been quite sunny recently but like i don't know my emotional weather is like like i feel like in a plant when you look at the soil and it's just like quite dry and it's just waiting uh, and the water's right there like you can water you need it. to get wet you need to get wet audrey yeah classic classic amazing <laughs> like okay it. what's your what's your internal weather rachel 
Um, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty like a a pretty standard still kind of spring day. I'm like pretty. It's kind of sunny. It's a bit cloudy. There's a light, maybe a light breeze. Probably no breeze. Mm. Um, it's it's a good vibe over here. That's super I'm a good nice. vibe. Yeah, yeah, delicious. So today, today is fun, uh, because we haven't talked about the sun yet. No, we haven't. And we also have special reason for talking about the sun because this is our birthday episode. Yay! Yay! Uh, Which is so, so exciting. Fun. So um, my birthday just happened. Rachel's birthday is about to happen in a few days. Yeah. Mine was April 23rd. Rachel? Mine is May 1st. Boom. And so we thought that we would do it smack in the middle, not really smack in the middle, but kind of in the middle of, <laughs> of our birthdays. We could do a birthday episode yes definitely um and so yeah and the sun currently is in taurus and um, we, yes, we did a taurus, taurus episode because uh you know we're obsessed with ourselves and yeah and that was also our first episode so if you're curious about tauruses and taurus sun signs in particular go back and listen to that episode one yeah for sure yeah. for sure but today is all about the sun and then so we're going to talk a little bit about the sun and then we'll go into a little bit of a birthday party birthday party yeah yeah so um without further ado shall we crack on yeah do we want to talk a bit about the sun the sun in astrology exactly so the sun in astrology so most people know their sun sign uh it's kind of as we've said in previous pods um your zodiac sign people often call it or star sign um and that is your sun sign so if you don't know it though it's really 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 easy to google it and you just need your birthday you don't need time or anything it's just the birthday. Nice. Um, so the sun has a cycle of one year and that's it spends approximately one month in each sign. Mm-hmm. So nice. it never retrogrades. Um, it represents identity, ego, what we strive to be. Um, so how we shine is the sign oh. that our sun is in and where we shine is the house that our sun is in. So oh, what's that's interesting. So cute. Yeah. So what's interesting is about how we instead of just looking at your sun sign, it's actually quite important also to look at um, what house your sun is in. So, oh, okay, okay. yeah, so two people can have the same sign, but be in different houses, which means that they actually express that sign differently. And we'll, we'll yeah. get onto that later too, because both you and I have the same sign, but in different houses. Houses, yeah, okay. Right? We're, gonna, we're gonna talk about that a little later. Yeah. yeah. So also the sun can also signify the self, overall vitality, the present, inner adult, the boss mm-hmm. or director of our chart, um, life force, will to live, leadership, the father, masculine figure, the hero, and the protagonist. Now, um, for me, reading all of this kind of stuff and researching about about this and the sun, knowing that it is like the masculine and the moon's the feminine and such, mm-hmm. it's actually not a surprise that even astrology is tainted by the system and that we live in because yeah and tainted by like patriarchal exactly binaries gender binaries exactly yeah. so so it's interesting that um even astrology focuses on that and calls yeah. that the boss calls that the director director um, yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. it is definitely like a phallogocentric perspective and mm. caters towards the patriarchal hierarchical capitalist colonialist yeah. system um 100%. and we don't need that obviously we are evolving and uh spirituality and astrology needs to evolve with that too i think yeah 100%. um so i think lots well, of well said audrey thank well said. you i think lots of oldies are practicing astrology no offense like no shade we love old people but we gotta <laughs> get with the times because yeah. we're not living in a time where you have to be uh masculine to be a leader 
or that's no, exactly. the um or 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 you have to be a male to be a leader right a leader no exactly so um yeah and i thought it could be cool to do an episode sometime on the divine energies and queering astrology as well that would be that would be so great i think that would be a really good thing to do definitely so i think that's really important when talking about the sun to realize that yes astrology puts a lot of emphasis on the sun but i actually don't think necessarily that um it's more important than than uh, anything else because no and that's why we our ego yeah and that's why we always say go look at your whole chart like Mm -hmm. if you're starting off it's really good to know your sun sign but also go and look at your whole birth chart because all of it is valid and really important yeah and your moon is so important and isn't it um i've forgotten the name what's the name of uh it's vedic astrology vedic astrology that's the one yeah vedic astrology it puts more emphasis on your moon exactly and that's the feminine um signifier the feminine kind of perspective of that and so we all have um energies that reside in us that are both so it's super 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 important to look at all of it but today we are talking about the sun so we will get a little bit ego we will get a little bit (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) letting in that masculine energy hell yeah yeah nice right should we do a bit of astronomy on the sun yes give it yeah so uh the sun in case you didn't know is the star at the center of our solar system um we're in a we the earth is in a thing called space everybody it's pretty cool i actually watched star trek this morning so i'm feeling very like interesting morning uh content yeah it's because i was watching (laughs) i was watching it before i went to bed last night and then i got tired so i didn't finish it and so i finished Mm. it this morning Mm. so i'm very in a space mood um (laughs) The sun is 1.39 million kilometers in diameter, which is 109 times bigger than the earth. And when I read that, I was kind of like, that doesn't seem that big, only 109 times bigger. It doesn't sound like a lot, but when you put it this way, that the sun accounts for 99.86% of the mass of the solar system. Oh, wow. So so the sun comparatively takes up so much of the weight of the solar system considering, you know, like we have planets like Jupiter in our system mm. as well, which are huge. Um, so the sun is a big, it's a big ass boy. Um, my question is, how do they weigh the sun? I don't know. Okay. And like there was, when I went and researched some astronomy, it gets into a lot of stuff that's too yeah, physics no, heavy for bad. me. I'm not, I'm going to put out a PSA here right <laughs> now. I am not good at science. I'm like not good look, at physics. Look, look, look. I think we're good. If we're, it's just us two in a room, we're actually good. But we need like a <laughs> physicist to come in and give us some some lessons for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, the sun is mostly made up of hydrogen and helium. And it's the fusion of these two elements that produces the sun's light and heat. Um, that again is a very basic way of understanding what happens. Mm. Um, it was formed, we approximate, 4.6 billion years ago. And it's kind of what we would probably refer to in an anthropocentric sense as middle-aged. Um, and it also expands. So it's eventually probably going to engulf Mercury and Venus and render the Earth uninhabitable. Um, Great. And I, I was like, well, not if we get there first, because, you know, climate crisis. True. But that's maybe a bit heavy for a Saturday morning. I mean, so a sprinkle of truth can't hurt. Yeah, can't hurt. Um, so yeah, so there's some some nice facts about the sun that's for maybe awesome. your 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 quarantine pub quiz. <laughs> 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 um, a bit of mythology. So the sun is seen as the most important source of energy for life on uh, for, on Earth, and for that reason historically it's been recognized as like deeply relevant culturally and religiously since prehistoric times um and 
there are sun gods in nearly every mythology cycle in every religion um that are really really relevant um i pulled out a few that i thought might be interesting for today um so in the greek greek mythology in the greek myth cycle helios is the personified god of the sun and he rides a horse-drawn chariot through the sky which is definitely very masculine it's like so much testosterone exuding <laughs> off that chariot i thought of the hunger games chariot oh yeah <laughs> well that's so true oh i like that it's like katniss yeah. um flames so and helios and that that image of the horse-drawn carriage is probably derived from the Mesopotamian sun god Utu, who also drove a chariot. Um, and Utu was also the god of justice, truth, and morality, which I thought were quite interesting against like ego mm. and and those kind of aspects of the sun in astrology. Um, there are a lot of deities, sun deities, who are male. It's again that thing of like the masculine presiding over the sun and the feminine being the kind of associated with the moon. Um, but there are relationships between deities and the sun, female deities and the sun. So in uh, ancient Egyptian religion, lots of female goddesses were associated with the sun. So mm. Hatha, Sekhmet, Nut, Bast, and Bat. Um, it's also recognized <laughs> that- Sorry, I know- the name is Nut. <laughs> yeah nut and bat (laughs) i really like it it's so good um it's like it's so funny because some deity names are really like intense and like strong and then some are just really kind of random and i think probably when we look at them from like an anglo-centric like english-centric place now we're just like where (laughs) nut is a name my child nut (laughs) (laughs) it makes me think of um what's her name the woman who's done that TV show that you like, Gwyneth Paltrow. What's her, what's her daughter <laughs> oh, name? Please like, don't Apple? expose me right now. That's a secret. <laughs> I'm not supposed to like Goop Lab. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but isn't her daughter named Apple? Dude, I have no idea, but that's actually sick. Yeah. No, it isn't. I've named my daughter Apple. Yeah. Oh, God. No. Hell yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um,. So in Egyptian religion, um, it's recognized that Hatha and Isis, who are two female go- goddesses, nursed Ra, who is the Egyptian Egyptian noon god sun, the god mm. of the noon sun. Um, so it's kind of like, bitch wouldn't exist without the women. Mm-mm. Never. Just saying. Um, in Chinese mythology, there's a really beautiful story that I'm going to share with you about the sun god so there was originally 10 suns in the sky who were all brothers they were supposed to emerge one at a time as commanded by the jade emperor they were all very young and loved to fool around once they decided to go into the sky to play all at once this made the world too hot for anything to grow a hero named Hao Yi, honored to this day shot down nine of them with a bow and arrow to save the people of the earth and that's why in chinese mythology we only have one sun damn I really like that. I think it was nice. That's cool. It's just very violent. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit intense, but hey. Um, And there's lots of relationships between the sun, sun gods, and heaven. There's this big relationship between the sun as being Mm. heavenly. Um, Yeah. That's your mythology tidbit for the day. Damn. Thank you. You're welcome. That was cool. Do you want to talk about Solar Returns, Audrey? Yes. So it's actually quite interesting because i thought i knew but then there was more to what i thought i knew oh damn i love it when that happens yeah so solar return uh is the sun's return to its placement at the time of your birth each year so it's basically a birthday so like i just had my solar return um and it kind of spans a little bit within like the day before the day after as well of your birthday okay um so there's actually a solar return chart 
Um, and that is uh, like a natal chart, but it shows how the planets play out within a year instead of a lifetime. Oh, um, so it shows what's in store for the coming year. So okay, people... so it's a bit kind of future predictive. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and okay. so what's kind of cool about this is that when when you calculate this chart, you need your natal chart info, which is like the date, time, location of birth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the solo re- solar return, you need the location that you're at now as well. Okay. Um, so or where you're going to spend that solar return. Uh, so for example, I was born in Rancho Mirage, California, and now I'm in London. So my solar mm-hmm. return. I have to put in that I'm in London. Yeah. Um. So, so people sometimes even travel for their birthdays to get the most like beneficial rays possible for the year. Whoa, that's so cool. I know. So it doesn't. Um. It makes some difference. Obviously, it doesn't change too much, but there's mm-hmm. subtle shifts of energy as the planets may change, like house positions. Okay. Okay. Wow, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, this also just needs a whole episode to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> that's very interesting because I. I won't be in the the exact exact location that mm-hmm. I was in when I was born, but I was born about twenty minutes away from where I am. So basically, right now. so I'm like I'm basically will, there. Yeah, that's so yeah. interesting. Super cool. Um, what's also interesting too that I would love to do a whole episode about is I think, oh, I can't remember the exact name of it, but I think it's something like geographical astrology, something to do with that. Okay. Um, have you heard of that? No, I haven't. So. It's basically um, different periods of your life. I'm not going to explain this well because I don't even right, remember the right. name. But different <laughs> okay. periods of your life, um, you may feel more energetic and activated and um, productive in s- certain places of the globe. Whoa. So there's there's uh, quite intricate readings that people can do for you where uh, they'll tell you where in the world your energy will be like high vibrations basically so like you'll you'll succeed and you'll thrive so cool yeah so i've actually um my mom did something a little while ago i should talk to her about that but she she said something like she looked at uh she looked at it for for me and she was saying that like this region like london slash like she was also Mm -hmm. saying like scotland and stuff is like a really great area for me to be in in my life right now um, which wow, makes sense so because cool. the moment I stepped foot here, I was like, this is where I need to be. Yeah. yeah and like yeah. every time and I you, leave, I get weird anxiety. The, yeah, yeah. And you definitely, you definitely talk about your relationship to London as being really healthy and happy and you've really thrived. Yeah. Whereas I know some people really hate it. Yeah. Really <laughs> and they're just here for London. university. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's super interesting. I think we should definitely do an episode on that and do more research. It's just quite confusing. Yeah, definitely. That's very cool. Very, mm. very cool. Oh, I love learning, learning new stuff. I know. I love so, that. That's so fun. Yeah, so that's kind of on solar returns. That's kind of all I um had. Except, you know, obviously people put in their bios and Instagram, like, captions of birthday pics. They're like, happy solar return. You know, and I'm like, I'm going to do that 100%. Happy solar return. Happy solar return to me. Yeah, Hundi. It's a cute way of saying happy, happy birthday. Happy P. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the astrology. It's like a in joke in astrology. Exactly. Like, Happy solar return. Mm, cute. I like it. I'm just gonna drink some water, Audrey. Yes, I'll take a sip too. <sighs> Delicious. So, next up uh, for the second part of the pod, we're having a little birthday party, and in that birthday party, yeah. Rachel and I are just gonna gush about our own charts together. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna talk about ourselves <laughs> uh, as we do all the time together, which is nice yeah so i have both of our charts up and uh we obviously have quite a lot of similarities 
Yeah, I need I need to get your chart. So while you do that, I'll just say what we both know what we don't have similar is our moon in in the kind of basic planet sign situation yeah, is yeah. our moon uh and our rising. Yeah. Uh Rachel's being Cancer moon and Scorpio rising and mine being Pisces moon and Capricorn rising. What what time were you born, Audrey? 1.36 a.m. Oh, I was so wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> All good. 1.36 a.m. Um, and then obviously we have quite a lot of differences in our houses, our planetary house arrangements. Yeah, we do, don't we? We have very we're different. So, so what I wanted to talk about before too was that, as I said, with the sun, so our sun signs in Taurus, right? But my uh, my son is in the third house. Uh, yeah. And your son is in the sixth? Four, sixth house, yeah. Sixth house, yeah. And so the, the third house is the house of communication. Um, so it rules correspondence uh, and how one processes information as well as like mm. social life and such. Yeah, yeah. And the sixth is house of work and health which rules mm. vitality of one's body, uh, the work that one does out of necessity, pets, which is great. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, stuff and like, general health and well-being. Yeah, and then like stuff like work habits and organization. And mm. What's things. also interesting about that is that we both have, so if mine's in third house, yours is in sixth house, the planet that rules those houses, both of them are Mercury. Ah, oh, that's very interesting. So they're both quite social signs. Yeah, yeah. signs, yeah. Uh, uh, house interesting yeah hell yeah that's super interesting so what i wonder what that says about our sun signs because i definitely there's definitely a stereotype about sun sign tauruses that they can be very lazy um mm. and i would say although we're tauruses and not energetically we're very similar we can be very different in certain respects yeah um are you calling me I lazy would, uh yeah a little bit i knew it you're, you're like self-proclaimed lazy though. I would never call Yo, you it. No, I totally don't go around saying I'm lazy. That's not something <laughs> definitely I do. Said to, you definitely have said to me that you're lazy. Not in general in life. I've, I might be lazy in a moment. <laughs> I might be like, oh, I feel so lazy right now. But I'm not like, oh, I'm generally a lazy person. No, you're not, you're not generally a lazy person. I would say you're probably more, you're more prone to relaxing than I am prone to as if it's a bad thing like <laughs> no no that's not a bad thing no but i love it how you said prone to like <laughs> why it just shows how you look at relaxation the, the language oh, yeah. you use <laughs> yeah it definitely shows i'm in the sick house whereas like for me i'm like yo chill out let's just like yeah you're like out. it's a necessity <laughs> <laughs> yes so so like i said before how we shine is Taurus so how mm. the how is the the um practical the stubborn the uh kind of the self-worth the the mm. comfort the pleasure yeah, the yeah. luxury the material right how yeah yeah and then um where we shine so clearly Rachel shines in in work and health I mean work is like a no-brainer yeah do you think oh thank you oh, you, you go yeah 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 wait wait, wait. no do you think <laughs> <laughs> like trying to be trying to be modest, trying yeah, yeah, to be yeah. modest. no of course <laughs> you do like like you're you're really um you're really uh you can be very focused and very productive and i say productive um in a way that i 
only get bursts of energy for whereas you're like quite consistently productive consistent yeah that's very true very true Mm. yeah I would agree I would I think I would agree with that I would say yours is very very accurate because you're a very profound thinker that's very nice of you I the thing is when I read like house of communication I don't think of it like that and I know it does signify that but I just like for some reason it doesn't connect for me no but I think you 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 do have this rhetoric about that you're not a very strong communicator and I actually think that's not very true I think people around you don't see that at all I know I think that all the time I still think that (laughs) yeah I know and like everyone around you is like what the fuck are you talking about Audrey you're such a clear communicator and that one of the best things is you're very good at being concise that's I also don't think I am at all Dude, I think I think I just have a different relationship that when I think of concise or communicative, I for some reason I think of it in text form and I don't feel confident in being concise in text form. And mm. and I also think reading astrology is quite interesting because it often um kind of connects creativity or connects communicativity, is that a word? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um to uh like literature and to um kind of more I guess established or uh, classic uh, ways yeah. of of expressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, yeah. like the fact, and also in stuff like like the fact that marriage comes up a lot, mm-hmm. and it's like actually, you know, that's a quite archaic thing. Exactly. So I yeah. think that's what's quite interesting about looking at astrology, and then and then reading something, and it be telling me that like I I'm gonna have talents in literature, and I go, whoa, I like never read because I don't like it. <laughs> you know. No, but I think it's 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 more. I think on a broader sense, it's more about talent and expression. And yeah, being and like I think a- that's that's to me what astrology is now lacking. It needs to be updated because yeah, it actually yeah. doesn't. Um, doesn't speak of all different ways of expressing because I actually no. think I am very expressive yeah um, yeah definitely yeah but yeah. but I'm not necessarily extremely talented in literature you know <laughs> <laughs> shout yeah, out my no. sister <laughs> I I definitely I definitely feel yours is yours is very accurate because also there's stuff about um there's something on that I'm just, on this page I'm reading that says about instant messenger and like cell phones and you're someone who is like not that you not that I would say at all you're on your phone a lot but you're very engaged with communing communicating mm. digitally yeah hell yeah yeah that's so that's interesting. that's me going hi Rachel we should make a podcast <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah definitely <laughs> definitely I'm like I'm not gonna deny it that. speaks truth something I do also want to look at that I haven't looked at too much is um moon moon uh placement in the house house moon house placement oh yes um mine is in the second house mine's in the eighth Mm. (laughs) the first word is merging (laughs) is that the eighth yeah yeah so it's the house of transformation oh okay interesting um which i think i remember reading a little bit about this it was kind of saying that you're in in life emotionally you're gonna have quite clear distinct periods of life that are very transformative that's interesting and I see that in you personally because like not that you're a different person that I met when I first met you but you like there I've seen a big transformation yeah yeah I would I would I would I would agree mm-hmm. there's also there's so much stuff about sex and like intimacy <laughs> there's so, much, just I just, so much I just looked at you and your eyebrows just raised <laughs> well <laughs> well I mean do you want to speak um, on that I I don't know like <laughs> 
It talks, I'm just reading now and it says about like sexual unrest or apparent need to constantly change sex or sexual partners. And that is not true. But I think that's the, that's the interesting thing about astrology versus your life experience and how those two things have attention together. But also like Taurus as a sign is, is very monogamous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and also like Venus and Pisces which we both have as well mm. is is so dreamy and they don't dream about tons of different types of people they're set on one yeah exactly. you know exactly at least with the experience that we both had and so i yeah. think i think there's there's always contradictions and there's always like gray areas in what it's gonna say mm. um, but that also is kind of interesting because there might not necessarily that you might like fantasize or think about like or have unrest when and be more polyamorous or whatever but there might mm. be um certain energies in you that kind of feel like that but it doesn't fully like express you know yeah that's very true that's very true there's also stuff about um intimacy being like a big emotional need and i know there are some people who for like sex in a relationship is not very important i know we have quite a few friends who have that sentiment whereas for me it's actually very important like being physically yeah. intimate with someone yeah. so i would say that's very true mm. um what about your moon my the moon's pieces. in the second house. The, ah, uh, yes, I like talking about this one. The house of value. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, rules one's financial standing, assets, and property, as well as how they relate to material <laughs> world and feel about it. Which I would say the material yeah. world, that explains a lot in terms of, um, I mean, it coincides with being a Taurus as well. But it, it, mm. it I I like tactile things. I like materials. Yeah. I also I totally do like luxury and value. Like not in a not in a status way. So it's not really for other people. It's one hundred ten percent for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, whatever makes me happy, basically. Mm. So it, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And emotional security. I think that like. I mean, even recently, I've been feeling so un unstable. And I think probably a lot of people can relate to this just because of the current circumstances. Definitely. But um, the financial future looks really scary right now. Mm. And um, and I'm not even talking just globally. I'm talking my personal financial yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. future. And I think literally within a day when um, when I was asked to look after the people that we babysit for yeah. um, a little bit more, uh, this th that already solidified like uh more security in my yeah, even near yeah. future and oh my and god that had a big like emotional impact mm -hmm. you know my emotional yeah. state changed in a second i was mm. like whoa i don't feel scared anymore like whoop, yeah. i'm okay i can i'm I'm not having like anxiety inducing dreams anymore yeah. <laughs> you know and that tells a lot about um i guess where your emotions are at in the houses it's yeah, really interesting yeah yeah definitely definitely mm. It's interesting because it talks about you can sometimes spend impulsively. I don't really think of you as an impulsive mm, sometimes, spender. Sometimes, I think it's very, it's very rare, and it's very on 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 some things. I'm quite good. I'm quite thrifty, like I and I yeah. tend to be able to talk myself out of buying things. So like I'll hold something in a mm. store. I'll walk around with in the store with something in my hand for like an hour. Like I'm not kidding you for a long ass yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll tell myself not yeah, to get yeah, it, and yeah. I won't get it yeah yeah but, but maybe, I, maybe i'd say with food mm, with, with food, food i'm 100 you very you're like very generous to yourself oh yeah definitely food is what i spend most money yeah. on that's so interesting and then what about our our risings um risings in what in houses yeah so rising is the first house 
So ah uh, yes, of course. Right, yeah. So which I think is a mistake a lot of people make because they're like, what is the rising? It it's the ascendant, right? And so the ascendant really does just mark your first house. But what's interesting also is to look at where the ascendant is in what planets. So like for instance, I have um my Uranus or Uranus <laughs> is <laughs> I will never Get stop that. giggling. Um, <laughs> my, my my Uranus is in the first house, which is my ascendant, and um, my Neptune is also in the ascendant. Oh. Yes. And so the first house is the house of self, rules the conscious self, uh, identity, expressions of it, and how one is seen by others. Yeah, yeah. Right? Do you have any uh, in your planets ascendant? The subtleties, they strangle me. I can't explain myself. Wait, can you find it? I'm totally lost on the page. Yeah, hold on. I got you. Um, yeah, so you have your ascendant in Pluto. Pluto ah. in the ascendant. Um, Pluto is power. Pluto is like the plan- planet of power. That's interesting. Because mm-hmm. some people... <laughs> I think... Uh, I'm I'm someone who I, I get on with lots of different people and mm-hmm. so I'm 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 really fortunate I have quite I have like a broad array of friends and I was definitely definitely at school I was a bit of a social butterfly mm. and uh and I think some people I've had people come to me over the years a couple a few times and be like oh yeah I found you quite intimidating because you had the, like a mm-hmm. social presence yeah it's because I, I think also because well one also Mercury and Aries that's fiery as well oh yes yeah, so but true. two um you're if your Pluto is in in the first house, I think that you your sense of self is very powerful, and your sense of self expression is very powerful. powerful. And so people yeah. that don't have that might, of course, feel quite intimidated around that mm. because it kind of um, it, it it reflects on them, and then they realize that they don't maybe have that same kind of yeah um, gravitas. <laughs> gravitas. gravitas. I love that. <laughs> That's so funny. Um. Yeah. So. So. I mean, that makes sense with people. Yeah. What about what about your wait? Which? What did we talk about yours? Sorry, my brain's. Which away. ones? Ah. So the planets. Uh, Uranus and Neptune. It's okay. Uranus is known as the Awakener. Ooh. It brings <laughs> ah. Okay. It's a transit that brings sudden changes and shocks. That's that's intense. The Awakener. Ah. I, I mean, honestly, kind of makes sense. Wait. So Uranus in the first house makes a person individualistic and rebellious against established institutions. <laughs> they will love freedom more than anything else. If Uranus is in the first house, people think you to be totally unpredictable because you are. Oh. Uh, which is definitely in contrast to my predictability of stability in Taurus. Yeah, but I would say that's kind of true because... Sometimes I, I shock you- myself. <laughs> Yeah, I know you really well, really, really well. And sometimes you surprise me. I ate. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just sometimes I think you're very predictable in some some behaviors. I'm habitually. Hab- habitual, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there are some things that you're really unpredictable. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I can't even think of anything. I guess it's because it's not unpredictable that much to me because I'm thinking about it. And yeah, it. yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it might, it's probably not unpredictable to you because actually as a tourist, you probably thought it through quite logically. Yeah. I mean, there are times that I obviously surprise myself. There are certain times that I'm like, wow, she's risky. I literally don't ever surprise myself. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's so obvious. 
Actually, no, I can think of very... No, I don't surprise myself. That is so funny. Ooh, <laughs> Mother Teresa has her Uranus in first house. Ah. Same. <laughs> Teresa getting down and dirty. Yeah, and then I also have Neptune in first house. And Neptune in first house represents a mutable feminine watery planet and is both sensitive and impressionable. But others may play on this vulnerable exterior. Oh, gosh, weird. Um, the experience of a of physical birth may be felt by the person with a first house Neptune as a process in which he or she has no volition or choice. What does that mean? So, like, um, you might feel anger at being born. <laughs> Wait, what? Or is it? Well, some people birth, do. There's that being there, birthed. There's that guy in Canada oh, who sued his parents. Do you remember? I see. I see. I see. I see. So, like, I didn't have a choice to to come into this earth. Yes, you I mean, might none feel of a bit us angry did. about that. No, but there's a guy, isn't there a guy in Canada who sued his parents for being born? Oh, I think I remember that. Do yeah, you remember yeah, yeah, that? Yeah. Wait, but I also, like, I'm totally not angry. I'm so glad I'm here. Yeah, me too. Thanks. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I don't know if you said you're glad you're here or, like, you're glad I'm here. No, I <laughs> so said I I'm glad said I'm here. You know, I know, but I said thanks anyways. <laughs> 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 oh, good shit. Good nice. shit. Is there anything else in the chart that I was thinking about? Um, is there anything you particularly would like to know about your chart? Because it's your birthday coming up too. I just had mine. I threw a little Zoom party. It was fun. Yeah, it was super fun. We had such a fun time for Audrey's yeah. birthday. Is there anything um, like in life that maybe we can either look at for you in astrology and then maybe I can do a little reading card-wise about? That maybe coincides? I feel like the big, the big, so Audrey and I, for a little bit of context, we are, obviously everyone is in the global pandemic. Audrey and I are finishing our degree. So it's a bit of a tumultuous time anyway. Mm. Um, and we're currently going through quite the stressful thing of trying to find what we're going to do afterwards, kind of job wise. Um, and uh, being in the arts, the gig economy has kind of fallen on its feet and we're sending a lot of love out to all our friends who work in the arts industry right now because it's quite a hard time. Um, and I guess there's a lot of uncertainty about what we as graduates are going to be able to do afterwards. Definitely. So maybe something about... Okay, some some work-related stuff, maybe some eighth house-related stuff? Yeah, something like that would be nice. Okay, well, I think it's already fantastic that um we can see your moon in the eighth and that being work and health mm -hmm. so maybe let's channel sorry i have my like tarot voice on now so maybe let's <laughs> so maybe let's channel a little bit of that i also brought crystals to my desk today um i first grabbed oh, my fun. rose quartz which i kind of always do and then um yeah i felt the very impulsive need to grab two bloodstones for you um, oh. So I'm going to show, you guys won't be able to see it, but I'm going to show Rachel over the camera. Here's my, a big bloodstone. Oh, yes. Oh, it's you know, so this, beautiful. This one. And then yeah, here's I know that a one. beautiful green bloodstone, which is the first one I thought of when I said I needed to bring one for you. Wow, 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 wow. So, and bloodstone um, is really a big one in helping like anxieties and stuff. So. Ah, amazing. Um, Audrey has a has an exceptional crystal collection. Just yes, we can talk about that sometime as well. Yeah, definitely. So... What I'm going to do is uh, I think I'm going to pick two cards okay, uh, for you. And so what I'm going to ask you to do is you don't have to have any particular question, but if you do, that might be helpful. Um, some kind of open-ended uh, 
life question around the kind of sections of life that we were kind of talking about. Maybe it's the emotional and financial work, creative stability. Okay. okay. Um, that you you are kind of asking the universe to kind of illuminate for you. Okay. And right. uh, get some maybe guidance in. Okay. And are you pulling from your goddess deck or your tarot? So I was gonna pull from my Celtic um, oh, tarot mm-hmm. deck, and I'll pull two for you. And then I also do have my goddess deck because I was thinking maybe at the end of this episode we could pull one together for us. Oh, that would sound super yeah. fun. So, um, okay. if you ha- also if you don't have a question, you can just speak out loud for a little bit about what kind of guidance or assistance. Yeah, you might want, and that can and be infused into the cards. Okay. I guess, yeah, I guess there's a lot of a feeling about wanting uh, financial security, but also um, being really scared of not being able to be creative. We've been really fortunate over the last three years to be in a space where we have facility and capacity to be really creative and really, really experimental. And it's a it's a real uncertainty to go out into the world and leave the security of an institution and not know whether that's going to be possible for some time. Um, I think that's a big thing that's on my mind at the moment. Mm. Um, Do you need me to keep going? Uh, You can go for a little bit more. Okay. Whatever you want. It might help too, because I think what's really important in this is this all um, comes from an emotional need for this, because technically in the world being uh successful or productive is kind of a capitalist uh idea so i think the emotional side to this is i think going to be key okay okay is to think about it in yes we can obviously look at the practical because we live in the system and we have to uh, Mm. work in it currently um but uh because your your moon is in the eighth house i think and your moon being your subconscious your dreams your aspirations Mm. your shadow self your emotions i think this is important to look at okay okay yeah i just i just don't want to live a life without creativity do you know what i mean i don't want to go through any point in my life like i don't want to i think in the in the society we live in people and in the arts as well people talk about how you have to sometimes do like the hard grind to like eventually get you where you want to go and and go through periods of not being able to do what you really want to do and do something you that's kind of shit and that you don't really enjoy. And I really, I know it's a, it's a really selfish, but I really don't want to do that. I want to always feel like I have opportunity to be creative and space to be creative because it's so, so important to who I am and how I understand myself and how cool. I grow. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I've picked two <gasps> from what you've been talking about. I think that's a nice way to do it, to have you kind of speak out things and then yeah, that sounds nice. This is exciting. It. So I'm going to turn over the first. Oh, love this card. So first card I picked was the moon. Oh, no. Upright. Yay. Amazing. Beautiful. Uh, second one, which obviously we know the moon in astrology, what this means. We've gone over this, but mm-hmm. I can go over it again. Subconscious dreams, emotions, shadow mm-hmm. self, feminine, right? Um, it has like bodies of water there, which are very reflective. Yeah. Emotional. Um, and then, um, next card. Yeah. I knew it was going to be something like this. So it's a reversed six of pentacles. So that's what it looks like reversed. This is upright six Uh, of pentacles. This to me already, already speaks to, um, 
So one, there's scales here, right? They're scales and they're a bit tipped. And I don't know if they're showing equality or inequality. So we we can look that up. Um, Mm -hmm. But six tells me, since it's an even number, that there's some kind of balance war going on a little bit. But there is a way to kind of come back from that. Um, Okay, okay. There's also something here. I mean, I'm this card to me already gives me work vibes. It gives me some kind of production vibes. Okay. okay. Um, nice. But I'm curious to look at. I, for, oh, sorry, guys, for context. Also, I read tarot cards, but I'm also still learning as we are learning with astrology, <laughs> too. So I like to look up. I like to make my own interpretations and then look them up as well mm, to yeah, confirm. Nice. Um, so then in relation to the moon and then six of pentacles. And I'm pretty sure pentacles is um, representative of, of the element earth as well, by the way. Okay. So now you have this kind of moon, this water, this, these tides, um, this emotional self paired with six of pentacles. So I'm going to look that up very, very quick. Do you have any immediate responses to that while I do this? I don't know. I just, it's so funny how, because when, when Audrey and I do stuff like this together or with friends, um, there's definitely like a real excitement and energy to it. And it's funny how even from a distance, I still feel that, that right? like, yeah, this is amazing. It's so exciting. It's so fun. It is so fun. I mean, we've, we've, uh, we've done rituals before where we've, it's crazy things have happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it's always so, so good. And I think it's just about being really open. And that's the thing I really enjoy. I really enjoy being open to learning stuff. Mm, I mean, definitely. that's why that's why we're all here you know exactly exactly so moon upright is all about um illusion fear anxiety subconscious intuition so obviously there's you already you've said even fear while you were talking Mm. there's fears of of future and i think future and thinking about future already brings to mind anxiety for me because that's that's what it is about um and Mm. control yeah so um Uh, For all that are curious as well, I go on to BiddyTarot.com. I like BiddyTarot. They have the best kind of like outline of stuff, but it's good to kind of look around and trust your own intuition as well. Mm -hmm. So, mm. okay, so reversed, Six of Pentacles, the keywords would be self-care, unpaid debts, and one-sided charity. Wow. Yeah, so... So six of pentacles reversed reminds you to make sure you are also giving to yourself, which I think Rachel always needs to hear. (laughs) So so it says a little self-care will go a long way, especially if you have been giving, uh, if you have been in giving mode for a long time, consider buying a little gift to show yourself appreciation for everything you've done. That's cute. Mm. Um, So it also could suggest that you are giving to others freely and they are not giving back in return. Okay. Wow. Um, it maybe you've lent money to a friend and they haven't paid you back, things like that. Um, it could also, to me, I because I know you it, on a bigger scale, it could be something um, you're, I mean, clearly as young artists, we work for free all the time. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, so just maybe think about the balance mm. and being able to um, receive and allow receive as, as much as you're giving. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so it, you could feel tech, potentially that there's uh, people or something taking advantage of you. Okay. Um, um, so it's also saying not to, to overcommit yourself too much and to really think about, 
like focus on yourself and focus on uh, what you need in that kind of balance of life. Mm, that's so um, hard for me i'm a really bad yeah. overcommitter, aren't i yeah and i think but that ties that ties into um the moon card with with that being the kind of illusions and the kind of uh emotions and insecurities and anxieties with that yeah yeah and so having those to me is telling you that that is potentially those anxieties that's in the fears um distract you from yourself yeah distract you from what you need you know yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. so uh, the inverted six of pentacles which <laughs> can also sometimes reflect the selfish side of charity so be careful that you're not trying to prove to others that you're generous um but you're actually doing it selflessly oh, okay <laughs> oh. um Damn. yeah so so and also so if this was in say um in a relationship reading or something this would kind of also mean that one person is giving more than the other yeah yeah okay. um there's a little lack of balance there so in terms of like the moon and the moon being upright as well um so the moon card comes out a lot when it might you might be projecting fear onto your present and your future Mm -hmm. um mostly based on past experiences because that's what um the moon shows that we have these fears from past emotions right from past events um so my i mean the first thing that was coming to mind right now without reading the thing was that um this is telling me then focus on yourself to clear the slate because you actually might not have done that as much in the past Mm. and so if you go at it with like the whole life sorry the whole world is in this big life regeneration Mm. right now so so can you yeah in that too um yeah it's saying that like painful memories could cause kind of emotional distress um and Story this could be blocking you <laughs> uh, so it's also this is a big one it's also indicating a time of uncertainty which is clear obviously. yeah uh, yeah abundantly clear um because it's illusions and so we don't know what's real or not basically so it's telling you that you're not sure what is real and what's not and therefore what to do and what not to do okay um so it's kind of saying be careful of making fast decisions uh, because you may realize that you only have like part of the information. So be careful maybe in this kind of climate right now making quick decisions based off of what the world is right now because the world is different tomorrow. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's so quick and changing and also so false as well at the same time because we actually yeah. um, are so covered. Yeah. Oh, God, that's um, so true. So... um. Yeah, so it's it's kind of saying a lot of let go of the conscious mental blocks and mm. um, let your intuition guide you because the mental blocks are the fear. Okay. Yeah, which I think is really uh, important. Yeah, so I would say I would say I mean this is a a good set of guidance. Yeah, these two cards. that was an amazing reading. Well done, you. Thank you. I try to do a mix of I'm I'm still learning. Obviously, I'm trying to do a mix of. Um, my intuition and then when when the little it's weird to say but when the little voice inside my head isn't speaking <laughs> then I try to um read and prompt it yeah 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 um but then there's obviously images or like voice words that are coming to my head that that I know are coming to me for a reason so that's mm. why I'm just speaking them which I think is part of developing a kind of intuitive psychic practice yeah yeah so yeah that wow, thank little, you so much. That was that so was your beautiful. little podcast birthday gift. Thank you. Thank no you. Thank you. Um, I have a gift for you. So fun. 
Um, so Audrey and I have an app called CoStar. I'm sure most people who enjoy amateur <laughs> astrology also have CoStar. CoStar is a very funny app. Um, it's hysterical. It's it so is, shit, but so good. <laughs> it's so shit, but so good. And uh, it's free if you want to download it. Um, basically, you put in your 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 details about your date of birth and such and it pulls up your chart and then every day you can like compare with other friends and stuff like that and then it does little readings and then it sends you a day at a glance every day um and some of them are fucking ego deaths i'm not even oh yeah they are so intense um they're painful i i I always bring up the example i very regularly get one that says sometimes it's okay not to speak Which is just like shut the fuck up. Yeah, in the it's just like possible shut the fuck way. up, Rachel. You do not need to talk anymore. Um, which honestly, I need because I talk too much. Mm. Um, but so Audrey and I were talking a couple of days ago about doing days at a glance for each other, um, and I've written one for you, and then I'm going to kind of expand on it a bit for you. Oh, fun! Um, so your your day at a glance, and I guess this is a day at a glance, but it's also kind of a birthday day at a glance, kind of time period day at a glance. Mm. Um, Bask in the sun today, but don't forget the watery temples beneath your feet and behind your eyes. Oh, that's nice. And funnily enough, it took me, I was thinking about it and there was a very specific image that came to mind of you by a lake. I don't know why. I've been really, really, really wanting to go to water recently. Yeah, and... I think I think knowing your relationship to water, particularly how it comes out in your artistic practice as well, um, and knowing, knowing I guess so. Um, I Audrey and I live together, and I decided to come home during this crisis because I really felt like I needed space with nature. And you've stayed in the city, and seeing, seeing you really. Th- thrive and flourish in in that space and being on your own but also really needing water and so I really felt I felt this sense of Audrey still really needs water and she needs to find that for yourself like wherever that comes you know Mm. that's so nice thank you can you say the first little bit the like the little glance again yeah bask in the sun today but don't forget the watery temples beneath your feet and behind your eyes that's so nice. Yay. I'm glad you like it. It's so cool. Thank, I love it. Thank yeah. you. And definitely not as savage as the ones from Coastal. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if I was a total bitch about it? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you're too much. Or just like, don't trust some of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> don't trust anyone. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. That was so nice. Such that was super fun nice. birthday gift and episode yeah. as well. So nice. Should we do where are we ass? And yes. 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 Where yes. are you where ass? Are you a- where oh, are you? I was gonna say where are you ass. Oh, I mean, where, I can say where I'm ass. Yeah. Well, you go first, Audrey. Okay, I'll go first. Where <laughs> am I ass? I mean, like quarantine week five. Um, <laughs> where? Uh, ooh, what is that? I've been okay. Where am I ass, dude? I've been alone for like over a month. <laughs> I've been alone for over a month. Um, Yeah, that's been a lot. But also, like, it's gone by really fast. And it's been actually super nice because I I didn't think I could do it. Mm. And I... I think I was, I was, I had to basically make a decision whether I would stay home or go chill with Rachel and her fam. Mm. And as much as I love you guys and want to chill, I think the need to be home over road, oh, over ride, over road, over, over, ro- over road, over road, over road, over road, maybe. Don't fucking know. 
I don't want to say the word trumps because I don't like that word anymore. <laughs> but like it, like it, it was overpowered. The most, it was the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So my need to be at home overpowered my need to be with people basically. Mm. Yeah. And so I think, I think that actually I was, I was a little bit worried. And obviously if I was more worried, I, I wouldn't have chosen to be alone. Mm. But the fact that this amount of time has gone by and I actually um, feel energetic and productive proves to myself that I actually um, don't think I get as much energy as I think I do from people. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because I definitely do and I need people around and I think like to that extent, I guess I could be a bit extroverted in that sense. Mm. But um, the fact that I've actually been able to get shit done yeah, and be alone for over a month now, I think is quite brilliant I'm i proud. think it's really positive and that's why i said like you've been your mate and and speaking to you like most days you've really flourished and like thank you you, you because like uh, like uh, as I, i've said to you like i was worried about you being on your own yeah. i didn't i didn't like which leaving. pisses me off all the time yeah she's worried about me i know <laughs> i hate that <laughs> like but, just stop it i'm capable <laughs> yeah and it's like and but it wasn't for lack of thought that you would no, be I capable. Know. It's just yeah. that being on your own for anybody can be hard. But actually, exactly. And it's this thing of like we change all the time. And actually, it, you might be you might have been et- more extroverted and got more energy from being around people six months ago. But exactly. actually, right now you are so grounded in with yourself, which is super yeah. positive. Yeah, I definitely think there's there's um, times in your life where you just need very specific things, so you can't really go based off of your past as much because. Yeah things change and yeah, you need what you need at one time and i think that's why it's like to heighten your intuition to a point where you can really listen to that mm. is really important yeah defo good advice good life advice thank you sometimes it just comes out of me and i'm like where the fuck did that come from <laughs> <laughs> like, i feel so like such a child like such ah i feel like a two-year-old most of the time and sometimes <laughs> i just say things that i'm like wow wow i'm 200 i'm profound <laughs> <laughs> i'm a 200 year old turtle yeah, where are you at, Rachel? Sorry, that was a little I'm, bit long-winded. No, that's all right. I'm doing good. I think uh, <laughs> I think Taurus energy makes being at home a lot really easily. Like, easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I feel very fortunate because I get I get a lot of my energy from being at home. Mm. And so actually, like this, the main thing that bothers me is being separated from from my 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 family, both my my biological family, my chosen family. Mm. Um, uh, but actually the the staying at home is kind of nice and actually really good and actually I've been talking about over a year taking a really long break um and then not taking breaks um <laughs> yeah because <laughs> I'm yeah. not very good at that um, I think yeah I think so this is a great time to take it such a great time yeah exactly um the one thing that's kind of weird is I'm not dancing and I really don't the idea of dancing makes me feel really anxious at the moment. And that's mm. very strange because mm. I've danced a lot in the last like three, four years. Um, yeah. But I'm just trying to really listen to my intuition and not force myself to do things I don't want to do because you don't need to. Yeah. They'll come at the right time. Um, yeah, exactly. To. You know, um, I think we're also like both of us are in such um, privileged positions to to be at home, not even just because we're Tauruses and we like being at home. <laughs> But but because we're we're still students right now, you yeah. know, and and we we actually aren't being laid off from our work because we're students, yeah. I mean, except for the part time work, but you know, um, and then, uh, as as sad as it is, you know, we we're not key workers. We're not forced to be out 
mm, and yeah, about exactly. and i'm like big fucking love to all those people thank yes, you so much yeah thank you so much to all the people who are still working right now thank you to all the people who are keeping us going in lots of different ways yeah and thank you to the nhs who is severely underfunded constantly by this government and yeah. um thank you for still still wanting to um keep people alive yeah exactly and i think you know? i think we we want to just i feel like we just want to say we are sending so much love to everybody right now especially people who are really struggling and finding this really hard because it is a mm-hmm. really it's a really up and down time sometimes and i mean like i'm saying i'm doing good but actually both of us have had days where we feel really shit oh, definitely um, definitely i think know, it's really important right now to like be outside as when you can stick your head out the window yeah yeah like like see see the yeah, sky definitely. you know that's definitely. really helpful yeah Mm. and just take space for yourself like be really generous that's like the best advice we can give Mm -hmm. um follow the moon card of yourselves yeah follow the moon card yeah follow your intuition yeah listen make room for yourself as well yeah um and just remember like this will end this will pass and Mm -hmm. and we we will all get through this in in some kind of way 100 percent. should i pull a goddess card Oh, yeah, let's do it. This is going to be for both of us and for all the listeners out there. Yeah. Thank you so much so for this listening, is, guys. Yeah, this is a collective goddess card for all of us. Uh, it's an oracle card deck. I'm not going to say exactly where it's from because actually the woman that um, <laughs> uh, made these cards uh, turned crazy ev- evangelical. Um, yeah, and we don't want to give her money no. because in a very bad way, she turned quite insane. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna still love the cards because these cards uh, are beautiful and they've done a lot for you they really have done a lot for me and a lot for my friends and um pretty sure my grandma gave me this deck shout out grandma she loves listening to the podcast Uh, shout out jima pisces queen uh so this is for us and our listeners in this current time whatever we need to hear whatever we need to see do you want to say anything rachel no (laughs) (laughs) amazing because the right when i said that there was one that caught my eye that i was like this is the one Uh, uh. (laughs) okay Mm. Mm. yes beautiful so we got bast or bossed um independent so the quote is your independence is a foundation for the your strength and success and i think right now we are all kind of forced to be quite independent. Independent, yeah. For better, for and, worse. And I think there's something interesting in that because independence is a foundation for your strength and success and also independence as a foundation provides the space for us to be collective. Yeah, yeah. Because in the strength can't just be in the collective. You need to be strong with yourself first before you can be strong yeah. with the collective. You can't, you can't support anybody else if you can't support yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like the classic airplane... Uh, oxygen mask situation yeah um (laughs) good metaphor thank you so the message from bast um like the cat you're fiercely independent yet you also need affection and playful companions now is the time to balance your social interactions with solitude while you may ask others for their opinions ultimately you must make your own decisions your freedom and independence are top priorities so ensure that these characteristics are nurtured so it's saying to spend time alone, give yourself permission to play, mm. ask for your needs to be met, make your own decisions, 
work with cats. <laughs> it's funny that all this big cat fucking Joe Exotic shit's going on. <sighs> um, pay attention to your pet feline or get a new cat. Rachel, that's for you. Oh, yes, please. Uh, and Bast is a uh, an Egyptian uh, goddess uh, transforming into a cat each night and protects her family and those of uh, who call upon her with her all-seeing night vision. We were talking about Bast earlier. Bast was one of the goddesses I mentioned. Is that one? Of, oh my God, it is one of the ones yeah. you mentioned. <gasps> How good is that? Oh, I love when this happens. Thank you, universe. Oh, Thank you, Bast, so for coming great. in. Dude, she heard her name. Yeah. She heard and, her name. Yeah. And, and she, she was, was like, like, bitch, I'm coming later. She's like, I'm here. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm in the podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm like- going to make my appearance <laughs> later. Don't worry. My grand entrance. Yeah, we should put, we should put, <gasps> astrology episode eight featuring goddess bass oh that's so amazing thank you bass for coming in Ugh. that's awesome sorry oh continue gosh. reading continue yeah a little bit left she exhibits the cat-like traits of the feminine which include gracefulness independence playfulness and intuition bast also works with cat lovers to help their feline companions the daughter of the sun god ra bast has the rare distinction of being both a moon and a sun goddess that is so great. Beautiful. I I also like this is the stuff that I live for. Like these kind of synergies, these mm. kinds of connections, these kind of moments that happen. Mm. Delicious. Oh, that was so tasty. Damn. Delicious. Well, everybody. Bast is in a badass crop top in this image. <laughs> everybody get those titties out. Get them tits out. Nips out tits out. Oh, damn. Damn, son. Yeah. She looks great. Mm. Um. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, yes, thank you. This may be a longer kind of episode, but I think it's it's uh it needs to be because we haven't recorded in a long time and also it's our birthday podcast yes, episode. Yeah. Um but we're gonna be back. We're gonna hopefully we're gonna be kind to ourselves as we you should be to you, but we're hopefully gonna be back every week. Yeah, um, weekly Sundays. Every Sunday we'll post. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe, make sure you rate us on if you're listening on Apple Pods. And if you like us, you can always leave a, a comment oh, and that'd yes, be please. lovely yes, we and love share comments. with your friends and we're sending so much love to everyone right now. Yeah, so much love. Um, Stay hydrated. <laughs> Audrey's classic line. You have to. Yeah. All right, everybody. See you in the future, but also time is a construct. <laughs> Suck my ass. Bye. Bye. Bye.